Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We are back to the game. The game after work, Mitch, Troy, and Trey. We are out at 5.30. Backcats coming up. Actually, we'll be out a few minutes before that. Backcats coming up. 5.30 pregame. Matt Walters on the call. First pitch a little after 6 o'clock. Number 15, K-State. Number 13, Oklahoma State. Opening up a three-game series. It is the biggest series for the Backcats in a decade. Big 12 title implications on the line. They are two games back as West Virginia will be hosting Texas Tech opening up a three-game series Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, Before we get more to the Batcats here, boy, uh, a crushing blow to KU fans because I I thought it was a done deal just from what I was hearing. McKenzie Mbaco, who is the eighth best player in the class of 2023. I mean, K-State was, or KU rather was looking for an exclamation point for this 2023 class that they have built. I mean, with multiple true freshmen that are all, of course, you know, some of the best players in the class of 2023. Transfer portal with Timberlake and then Hunter Dickinson. Now they're trying to get a top 10 player for the class of 2023 in McKenzie Mbaco, who's a small forward, 6'8", eighth best player in the country according to Rivals. Was previously signed to Duke, and then he opened up his recruiting again in the spring, and it was between Kansas and Indiana. And I'm just going to say, from what I was you know, hearing from some media in, for, you know, for Kansas, it was KU all the way. And then at the finish line, just a few minutes ago, McKenzie Mbaco says, Indiana, going to the Hoosiers. I wish I could see the reaction because this was a live feed of this commitment of KU fans not getting him. That's a, that's a I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think there was expectation that he would be a Kansas Jayhawk. Yeah, Dy even tweeting out he wanted the oh, he God. wanted the video as well. I, it would be cl- it would be a classic. Yeah, shocked faces. <laughs> I mean, shocked like when I saw the Undertaker's WrestleMania streak come to an end. I was like, <gasps> 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 I'm guessing it would be some of that. It's okay to laugh if it was oh, vice versa. Man. You know, we'd be hearing about it. When Dylan Edwards decommitted from the Cats, went to Notre Dame, oh, we heard about it. Mm-hmm. Laugh at him. Laugh at them. It is hilarious. It really is. I'm, I'm shocked. I'm pretty surprised because my prediction was Kansas, but McKenzie Mbanco picks the Indiana Hoosiers. Now I'm curious. I'm going to see if anybody else is available for – Top 10 class of 2023, there's a – oh, okay. Well, there's a 
I don't know how to say his name, but from Bel Air, Kansas, Sunrise Christian Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the number four player in the uh, country. Has not committed yet. So is uh, Ronald Holland from Duncanville, Texas, another small Ford. The number five player in the country has not decided. I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's it. Which, by the way, yesterday the transfer portal closes other than for grad transfers. Grad transfers can tra- uh, transfer whenever uh, in the portal. But for everybody else, if you wanted to uh, transfer and not be docked a year um, when it comes to sitting out, you could transfer without sitting out a year. Yesterday was the day to get in. If you haven't, whoops, you're a little bit too late. little tardy. Yeah. Which brings up, I, I'll briefly bring this up because obviously, you know, still more to be told, of course, but this is just kind of preliminary. Uh you may have seen this, but I know K-State was on this guy last year. They really wanted him was Julian Phillips, who had – I should say was. He was planning to visit K-State in last year's recruiting process as uh, going to be a true freshman in college out of high school. And um, he, he played basketball link for yeah. Rodney Terry, yeah. who's now here at K-State. And he ended up picking Tennessee. And he played a year at Tennessee, and he averaged about nine points, five rebounds a game off the bench. Uh, well, now he is in the portal, and he jumped in last day. And guess who was one of the first oh, yeah. teams right there? So I'm just saying it's a name to keep an eye on. Julian Phillips, I think K-State would have a very strong chance of picking him up with K-State having three spots, spots still remaining to fill. You want to talk back, Cats? Sure. I'm just waiting for 6 o'clock to get here. I, I'm nervous. Uh, I think I'll be less nervous once that first pitch is thrown by uh, the, the the Oklahoma State starter. I'm blanking on his name right now. I had to pull it up here for a second. Go ahead. I just was going to mention yep. starters. Brendan Jones will be leading it off tonight. Cash Rugely follows. Oh, yeah. Lineup. Kalen Culpepper batting third and Brady Day cleanup. Jerron Watts-Brown. That's his name. Yeah, good, good. I mean, boy, this 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 weekend pitching staff for Oklahoma State is good. Cats are thirty-one and eighteen, eleven and seven in the Big Twelve. Oklahoma State thirty-three and fourteen, eleven and seven in the Big Twelve. These are the two teams trying to chase West Virginia. West Virginia two games ahead. The Mountaineers will open up with Texas Tech tonight in Morgantown. Biggest series since the KU series in twenty thirteen. And this Cowboy team is pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, yeah, they've been good for a while. I mean, it's it's no oh, shock. They're traditional. Yeah. They're tr- they're the traditional power. I mean, you're talking about a you know program that has had 24 regular season conference championships. They've been to nine straight. Re- they've nine straight regionals. They've been to multiple college world series. They've only won one national championship, but they got a pretty solid history of college baseball in Stillwater. My biggest fear when it comes to Oklahoma State, though, I got to say, is the offense. Second in the Big 12, team batting average at 305. They had six batters, six of their nine in the lineup, are hitting over 300. Rock Riggio's very tough. He's one of the best hitters in the country. Plus, Oklahoma State, they hit for extra bases. They are the fifth best team in the country in hitting doubles. They're the Big 12's best and the 17th best in the country, hitting 87 home runs this year. One of the things that has perturbed me as this season has worn on is, and it, and this plays perfectly into Pete Hughes' hands about lack of respect, how many Big 12 Player of the Week, Pitcher of the Week 
nominees have the cats had, honorees have the cats had, it's single digits. Well, I mean, I know Roberto Pena got a national like player of the week honor earlier this year. Mm-hmm. National. Well, I mean, conference, I think also Roberto got an honor, but I think it was newcomer of the week. Yeah. But it's been very limited. Well, I'm, you know, I'm sure there's been a couple. I mean, you would have thought that with the effort against Texas Tech that Owen Borma, or even his effort against Texas, could have gotten him a pitcher of the week honor. No. Uh, there are 10 Oklahoma State players that have been recognized this season with at least one honor from the Big 12. It's an excellent pitching staff that can strike guys out. And K-State does have a bit of a high number in strikeouts this year, but that is, of course, because trying to walk more. And K-State, I mean, there's a reason why a big change was made this year, and this has been we talked about it multiple times, that Pete Hughes wanted to take more walks, wanted to get more free bases, and they've done an amazing job at that. They're fourth now in the country in walks this year, but with that has led to a few more strikeouts, mm-hmm. an above-average number in strikeouts. And he brought up the pitching. This is a very good staff when it comes to striking out guys. They're one of the best in the country at striking out batters. As a matter of fact, the total number of strikeouts this year for the Cowboys is fifth in the nation in strikeouts as a pitching staff. They're seventh per nine innings at 10.7 in all three starters, top 10 in the conference in punch outs. So that does worry me a little bit. The thing that expand on that a little bit further, and I think this is what I'm concerned about the most at the plate for K State, is we've seen it here and there where they're trying to take a walk so they may lead off a borderline pitch. Especially when sometimes there's a full count and he should be protecting the strike zone. That's the thing. Protect the strike zone tonight. You do not want to lay off too many 3-2 pitches that are going to be borderline. If if you think it's ball four, if it's close, you got to be swinging at it. And they're going to probably make you chase a little bit because K-State does like to chase some pitches once in a while. But they got to be protective of the strike zone. On Borma, mentioning the Cowboy offense tonight, is going to have his hands full with a very good lineup for Oklahoma State, who hit for extra bases. They're one of the best teams in the country. They're 20th in the country in scoring runs. They have run-ruled six teams this year. Jeez. Six. I mean, they're good. They're good from top to bottom. Can they be beaten? Of course. I mean, Oklahoma State's lost 14 games this year, but they're they're in the running right now to host a regional. I think... I think they're the they would be the 15 seed according to D1 baseball which there'd be, you know, 16 hosts for a regional. K-State is also trying to fight for postseason baseball as as Brian Smuller broke it down with this last update from D1 baseball and their bracketology of where K-State would land right now is, you know, they're 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 not strongly in the field yet. So I don't know if you're truly thinking about Big 12 championships since destiny is not in your own hands. Really, you're just thinking about winning games. And if you can win two out of three by not thinking about Big 12 trying to chase the title, just thinking about postseason play, the goal is two out of three. You need to win a series like this, especially since it's on the road. You got three quad one wins up for grabs. K-State has to make up for those seven quad three and four losses that they have suffered earlier this year 
in games they definitely should have won. Most of those games they definitely should have won, and it's hurting them a little bit. And you're also in the position with six games remaining that it's you, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, all right there within grasp in terms of a potential title. West Virginia going into the weekend, two-game edge on O-State and K-State. Setting up beautifully for this final six games. And by the way, this is going to be a very, very solid environment tonight for Oklahoma oh, State. Yeah. All their, all their um, reserve seating is sold out for tonight's game. The only seats available is like the GA outfield down the you know the right field and left field foul lines. That GA sitting is the only stuff available right now. They're going to probably be at capacity tonight. This will probably be a sold out game. This might be a sold out series in uh, in Cowboy Land. Go back to the thought on the Big Twelve players. Pena got Player of the Week back on April third for the Cats. Okay. The only other mention that the Cats have gotten was Tyson Neighbors named Pitcher of the Week, and he shared it with Robbie Porco of West Virginia and Ryan Free of Texas Tech back on April 10th. Two. Two Player of the Week honors for K-State, and they're sitting in second place. I'll get over it if they win a series in Stillwater. I get it. I'm just pointing it out. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, Pete Hughes said it after the game Sunday. He's like, they're finally being recognized in bracketology. He's like, it's about time we're getting some recognition and getting recognized for being a pretty good team this year. Yeah. I mean, that might be a part of it where they're, you know, hardly anybody for the Batcats this year have been recognized by the conference for good weeks besides Pena and Tyson Abrams. I mean, Tyson is might be the best closer in the country. Brian Smuller would certainly argue that. Mm -hmm. K-State might have the best third baseman in the country. I think, and I think Smoller touched on this yesterday, K-State's been really good at getting after the bullpen pitchers of opponents, especially in Big 12 series. And they did that twice against Texas Tech. And that's how they won the series against Texas Tech. They got, after very strong starting pitching from Texas Tech, relievers come in and K-State took over the ball game at the plate by hitting all over the yard off of those relief pitchers. If K-State is in striking distance, close game, you know, seventh inning you're on and the starter's out, it's anybody's ball game. K-State's been really good at taking advantage of the bullpen guys. Trying to win a game off his starters are going to be very tough. Very tough. But Oklahoma State's lost some games. However, I will say, I mean, I think they've won eight Big 12 games in a row. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a very tough matchup, but it is definitely winnable. Pre-game coverage starts at 5.30. First pitch is a few minutes after 6 o'clock with Matt Walters on the call. 6 o'clock first pitch tonight, 1 o'clock tomorrow and Sunday. So the rest of the series will be 1 o'clock starts after today. They had to move up tomorrow's game because of potential nasty weather. Interesting to see how that may affect crowd tomorrow. I'll look at the tickets after. Uh, no, I don't think it would. If they're moving up the game, I don't think it, it's going to. My thought is graduation weekend if it's the same down there. No, there's going to be a good crowd. Yeah, I figure there will be, this but I just series. it just was a thought. Well, I'm hoping there's some purple down there as well. All right, we'll take a break. We'll finish up Last If Anything after these words. Oh, is he talking down oh, the line it. to the guys? Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, 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 go ahead. All right, you're good. What made-up word would you incorporate into the English language if you could? Oh, that's good. Okay, I like this question. 
Uh, well, I'm gonna give you two. I don't know if they're in the dictionary, but they should be. Jabroni is an obvious one. That's my word. Uh, that goes back to wrestling to the Iron Sheik. Who, you know, it's been explained multiple times what that means. Also, uh, I you know, kind of a nickname for Lindsay Garbaggio. It's a nickname because we love it from our uh, favorite podcast, Are You Garbage? But what it kind of actually means, and it's does not, it's not in reference to Lindsay at all. But it's like a garbage person, like unclassy, Garbaggio. Good news for you. Jabroni yeah. is in the dictionary. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll just stick with Garbaggio. Smunamish. That's a... I've never heard that in my life. Let's just say that that was a good way to say things without getting in trouble with uh, soap in your mouth. Say that again. Smunamish. I thought you were saying son of a Mitch. See, like, you're not too far off. Kids in third grade. <laughs> Thought they could get what away with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Travion, did you have a word? He's, he's probably busy. I mean, honestly. you know, All right, we better get out. He's trying to get organized for baseball. Don't worry about it. Let's get this thing wrapped up. Baseball coming up here in about 60 seconds. Batcats in Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State pregame. Coming up for Trey, Troy, I'm Mitch. Go Cats.